This is Michelle. This is Vicky. And we are the, the Uncensored, Uncensored Moms Podcast. The podcast that encourages you to be your most uncensored, authentic self every day. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Are we recording? Oh my god. I think we are. It's official. Um I was just listening to Glennon's like podcast. Sweating. Hi. Cheers. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I was just listening to Glennon's latest episode mm-hmm. about etiquette, but specifically she was like, As much as I love having guests on the pod, there's something special when it's just the three of us. And I was like, I get that. As a podcaster, I totally related. <laughs> I was like, As when it's just me and my co-host, I feel the exact same way. Glennon, I get it, girl. <laughs> but it's like, no, it's like no offense to anybody else. That's all. I love, 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 love when we interview people and have the special guests. But Definitely. then there's just like, there's this different feeling and energy of like, almost back i'm back with my security blanket when Mm -hmm. it's just us yeah it's like just like relax like you can put your pajamas on and like Mm -hmm. just like cuddle on the couch and be like (sighs) like i don't have to be on yeah totally because we're so on when we have when we have guests (laughs) i think we're multitasking like in our brains we're like okay keep the show going but also like make try to say things that like get them to talk because like you know not everyone is doing this every right every week like right right how are you um i'm fine i told vicky i'm like okay <laughs> we gotta record early today she's like on it heading home she got here four minutes early than the scheduled time <laughs> apparently it takes me a long time to get here a long time to get ready i didn't even get ready you know what'd be great one day what is if we had like a professional studio that we could decorate super cute like with an office and then we have our recording booth area and it's just like us okay so we did we did um, next week's episode with my sister-in-law um, in a room oh, yeah. that I literally think if I wanted to, we could make that into the <gasps> studio. You'd have to leave your house. I would. But I'm just saying but we could absolutely do that. That would be really cute. I know. We'd have to get rid of that ping pong table or whatever it is. Maybe we'll move into a different room. But the same idea that uh, we can figure it out if we really want that's, to. That's not our vibe. Ping pong. It's mm-hmm. not ping pong. Oh, it's air hockey. Air hockey. Okay. It was really heavy. Um, <laughs> I tried to move it and couldn't. So before I forget, before we get into the depression that we've been experiencing this week. Get ready. I thought of you yesterday. I was at the PTO board meeting mm-hmm. that we have once a month and they brought bagels for everybody and they had a special like mom guest who wants to be a part of the PTO. She came and so she was... Um, she wants to be a part so she had to like present herself? Well, we're just like introduce yourself, you oh. know? Like we have a special guest today because um, parents are always welcome to come to the meetings if they want to. Got it. And... <laughs> She had just taken a bite of her everything bagel. Mm. And you know those things have seeds like a motherfucker. <laughs> so I love them. And so she took a well. bite. She's like, Mm-mm, sorry. And she starts talking and like homegirl had so <gasps> many seeds stuck into multiple teeth. Like no matter how no, no, much. You need to set the scene better. Are you all. Is we're she all sta- around a table like a big. We have multiple tables in like a U shape. And so there's everyone sitting around these this table and we're all looking at her. She's at one end. She's like maybe is she standing. Three pe- no, she's sitting. But she's like three people away from me. So I'm pretty close to her. I don't know if the other people across the room can see her teeth. But I certainly there is a handful that had to have known. Are you at her table? I'm like the table right next to her. 
And so I'm looking at her teeth and I'm like, oh my God, there's so many C's in here. And Vicky's like, you know, I think we're doing a disservice to people by not telling them they have food in their teeth. But I'm like, there is no opportunity right now to be like, hey, hey. <laughs> and she's like, hi, so I just moved here from Minnesota and um, my child is in TK and just like TK, like just teeth and teeth K, teeth K. And I'm like, and then we just like moved on with the next topic. So I, I still couldn't be like, hey, you have um, something, lots of seeds in your teeth. So and I didn't say that anything. is didn't the say first impression that no one in that room will ever forget. I know. And then she's going to go to the bathroom and be like, God damn it. Those fucking bitches. All I, those bitches. I mean, maybe she's like, well, maybe no one noticed. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think that... Was there anyone else at her table? Yeah. That could have been like, I mean, before you go up. No, because it was literally, she took a bite. Joanne, please stop. Please uh, introduce yourself. It was just like, there was no time. There was no time. So I'm hoping that by no one saying anything to her, maybe she can really just believe that no one noticed and then can go about her day like flossing later like <laughs> good thing no one saw this you know it kind of makes me think of and i yeah i have total i i feel you i i do not um would you have said something i don't i don't know i'm trying to like picture where it is like i can imagine myself like making eye contact with her and being like just you tapping know. it just tapping my <laughs> tooth just being like <laughs> but then she'd be like what yeah exactly. <laughs> and then i'd be like oh i just wanted to let you know there's seeds right and then 20 team. people i'm vicky by the way right i'm vicky by the way <laughs> i know there's 20 people here staring at you <laughs> but can i just pause you for a second let you know they have about six to eight seeds in your day <laughs> i don't know how you do that i just i yeah i don't i i, I don't know yeah well you know i don't if, know I'm sure that she's just like, well, you know, I mean, if she's like, cool, you know, she went into the bathroom and was like, fuck. <laughs> Maybe know everything bagels at the next meeting. That's <laughs> the new rule. The new PTO rule. Know everything bagels. Oh, poor Joanne. Jo I don't even know. What We're calling is. her Joanne. Poor Joanne. Poor I'm Joanne. sorry, Joanne. Um, <laughs> anyway, we've got some uh, several. This is like one of my more fun. I love when we have a smorgasbord of things to talk about. Well, smart smart like as much as i love like a specific topic too yesterday Werner was like what are you guys going to talk about when you record tomorrow and i was like we feel like. i was like lots of things and i was just very excited that we had lots of things to talk mm -hmm. about yeah i agree i was thinking about how like tons of our past most the majority almost all of our past episodes are just like you come into a room and you're like oh my god guess the fuck what <laughs> and then who knows where it goes yes and the fuck what that's our voice what's <laughs> <clears throat> i think it's because it's early morning i do think it's because early morning <laughs> oh my gosh well, one thing that we wanted to talk about were my nipples i love talking about your nipples but can i tell you one thing please. really quickly that's bothering me please so there is this viral makeup um you may have seen it on instagram or maybe i'm the one who gets the ads merit Mm -mm. it's like the sticks and they're like this is not a concealer or uh whatever and it's like a stick and then it comes with that cute little corduroy bag that you just like tie in a tie oh. and it's like this cute thing why am i only getting it i, I said, don't know i told someone else and they were like no and I was like, so it's not a conceal that that part sounds familiar of someone going it's not a concealer and it's not a foundation but they use it as such yeah they so use it like call for it what you want that is what it is it's everything <laughs> and they like just like dab it all over their face and then they like buff it in and whatever so i was i had seen it for so 
so so long so eventually i bought it right because <gasps> they bugged the shit out of me and i bought it i was like well that actually looks really cute and i do like that i mean i do that all the time so i bought it and i've been trying it for the past like two weeks and i have so many pimples on my oh, face no. like and weird kind of pimples like pimples that i never like a d- different kind so <gasps> i no longer am using this merit so you don't have it on right now no i have nothing you have nothing on, on right my now. face at all right now but where's the pimples <laughs> Oh, do you put it on your chin? Do you put it on your chin? I put it like if there happens to be like a dot Mm. and like all in here. If you could feel they're all here and all here. It's like. And you've never had that before. Never. (gasps) No. It's like all like here. I I promise you they're everywhere. Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I so. think a lot of people think like, oh, I can't return I opened this. It. I opened it. And it's like, actually, customer service has been <clears throat> better than it's ever been. Dude. Have you been returning things? Have you done it? Like a half open foundation. You're like, this sucks. I mean, I should. Mm, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you can. <laughs> like even like. You totally can. I've never done it. But like I even things sure. from Etsy where I'm like, can you even do returns on Etsy? You can. Like your barstools? Well, yeah, those were a pain in the <laughs> butt to return. But no, something else, like some art thing I got. And I was like, I don't like it. I mean, I guess I could like look at the. I know. Fine Sometimes print. it's just like, eh, just What's keep the it. point? I know. Um, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Things you're not loving, merit. Not loving. Don't buy it. Don't fall into the trap, guys. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the only one getting the ads, so it doesn't matter. Um, um Anyway. Okay, so we had multiple requests to talk about your nipples. Multiple. And and I think it's because people, this is like, I I think it's like, I think we found a topic that nobody talks about. It's true. No one talks about nipple reconstruction. Like the actual nipple. We're not talking areola. So let's be clear first. My areolas have not been touched. But the actual nipple that was in the mouth of my babes, mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And I, I, before you had said that that was something that you were getting done with your boob job, I was like, never heard of that. In my but life. why does, okay, I always used the word nipples. What I don't know why so many people thought areola. I don't, I don't know. You know? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Because I've been like, oh, I'm getting my areolas reduced if that was. Would you have said that? I'm pretty sure because that's not on my nipple. My nipple i think because like if like when, i think this shows number one we're not showing each other our boobs enough so we need to start doing that more often yeah. all of us like we need mm-hmm. to start like showing like you know we see men's boobs all the time but mm-hmm. we don't see other you know women's so we don't really have anything to compare it to we're using what television movies right. porn porn perfect but, boobs yeah those are all fake um and so like or or our own we're like thinking of like you know when we were pregnant like you're areola does mm-hmm. get bigger and whiter and just like darker darker all of it so the babies can like find it right mm-hmm. so i i just think we found we've stumbled upon a topic that needs to be discussed more that's all i'm saying yeah so several have asked hey let's talk about your nipples michelle <laughs> I said great um, let's do it so when i went and got my uh consultation for getting my breast implants replaced I said, I also want my nipples like smaller, shorter, shorter. They have been nursed for 78,000 months and yanked on and pulled and stretched out that like after baby one and after baby two, they kind of went back to their normal size. But then they, they, they would also just like get increasingly bigger and bigger. And then after Shay nursed, they never 
retracted retracted they were just like like if i was warm mm-hmm. they'd just be like mm. like just hanging down a little bit they'd hang down but you could also like flatten them or are you saying that like even in a bra if it's like you're not like cold or whatever you would still see like a lump um, like would it like is it <clears throat> did it bother they would, you like, fold they into would like your... fold over <laughs> and then when i took my bra off they'd be like boo um, you're gonna have to watch the youtube video to really see what i'm talking about but that they're just like sad and so he's like yeah sad. i can just take the the end of the length off and it was only five hundred dollars more on top of my nine thousand two hundred dollar no brainer yeah i was like that's it he's like yeah i literally just basically cut the ends of your nipples off so maybe like a centimeter and uh, maybe that's too no big. that's that's really big i'm like okay, that's no, more like, than a centimeter like half of a centimeter and then he sutures it closed to make it more that round shape again half of a centimeter that is not much that's an inch that's half an inch what you're showing me right now the, this is an inch yeah this is half of an inch they cut maybe a for a court a, court, a an quarter eighth? an eighth a it ruler. doesn't seem like i had to have photos of my chomped off nipples the the part yeah, that but they tossed you can't tell from that that looks like pizza sausage <laughs> okay <laughs> what did i see on my floor i i saw something like i don't know what i do you remember what it was like dog food or cat food and i like the kibble video mm-hmm. yeah they look like <laughs> little like, kibbles your nipples are on my floor and but you can, that's not length like it looks more like yeah, but so i guess if you put that on top though right so like take a piece uh, like imagine like the sausage on a pizza mm-hmm. and then like stack them to oh yeah sausage not pepperoni no no sausage. yeah like the little like yeah the little like nipple looking sausage <laughs> now you're never going to think anything else when you're eating pizza. extra nipples i mean extra sausage please <laughs> oh i got a nipple on my piece and if you take that and then you like stack them right like mm-hmm. It sounds like maybe they maybe they just went from like a stack of three to okay. a stack of one. Now you're thinking my nipples are gigantically long. No, two to, two to one. Two to one. Two to one. Yeah. Sure. But they so he had to make sure that he doesn't cut too far in where the nerves, the nerve endings die. No, you want those nerves. Right. So he's like, I'm just going to take the end and then I suture it closed and then they round out over time. And every time I would explain the process to Werner, he'd be like, (laughs) and then like any of you vomiting out there. And even afterwards, I'd be like, look, and they're all like have these like suit like the the is it called sutures? Yeah, they're sutures. But I I, every time you showed me, I was like, they look fine. They look normal. Well, I'm going to show you again now. Okay. Here's my nipple. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a nipple. Right. I literally... Looks, and it's, you can't even tell that no. they've ever been cut. Like, it looks like that's what they looked like all along. Because they have those... those yeah, they, they are, exactly. they're not like these perfectly smooth nipples. They're like nipples the texture of a nipple. Yeah, that's great. It's amazing what plastic surgery can do. Can get in there and see what they can do for me. And even, like, Werner's <laughs> like, wow, I'm, I'm just not used to seeing your nipples so small. I'm like, I know they're pretty great. He's like, let me bite them. Pull them they're out. pretty great. Like, oh, if I accidentally got pregnant, would I even be able to nurse? They're so petite. <laughs> Coming from the rest of us who have nipples that look like yours, yes. Yeah, I'm very, I'm thrilled. And I can still feel, I can still feel, which I was very surprised. So when you say like, um, people are asking about it, I'm guessing they have something similar. And like, um, what was like the real concern for you 
before and then like how do you feel about them now like what is like what was like the thing that really really bothered the you? thing that really, what were you comparing them to I guess? yeah the thing that really bothered me was like when i was warm they were just like they looked so sad they would literally like point down so it's kind of like almost like extra skin in a way yeah they were just very stretched out and so no one else cared but me no one is seeing my nipples other than Werner, who doesn't care at all yeah but like it was just me and i'm like i want to look at my boobs and like like what i see and i i always knew i was going to get the bags replaced but i was like if i'm going to get the bags replaced and my boobs are fuller i'm still gonna have these sad looking nipples no i get it completely so now that they're i i just anytime i take my shirt off i'm like nice look at those babies look at those snosses. i'm happy i'm pleased they look really nice thank you there you go that's our nipple talk send me a message if you have more questions submit (laughs) your questions below oh which reminds me Hmm. i wanted at the top of the show to remind everybody that um Mm -hmm. when you call in to our number which is 442-222-1020 well let's say that again with four four two (laughs) two triple two (laughs) ten twenty four four two triple two 10 20 that's that's how it goes and um you could save it into your phone even and then you'll never have to worry about it yes and as you're listening you can go oh my god i have a shit i I have something to say about nipples and then you just click it and you go yes you hear our our voicemail which i will update we will update i don't even remember it's not it's old it's like this is when i was young and we didn't have a pandemic and i was so happy anyway Leave us a message. We've since matured and have a smoker's voice now. We're like the people in Last of Us. But yeah, save us as a contact. Save it the umcast 442-222-1020. And it always goes to voicemail. Don't be afraid. We're not going to pick up the phone. Can you imagine? <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, who is it? They're like, ah! <laughs> I like hate sometimes when I want to just leave a voicemail. I know. Like, please don't answer. Please don't it answer. It literally does not ring. We do not know what happens until it's done. Yeah. Happened. Din, din. So in the middle, like if you have a thought, you're listening in the car and you can't like type us a message to our Instagram, just pick up the phone call, leave a message. We're going to listen to it. We're going to respond. Safety first. Yeah. We say. Um, which, you know, I was just going to say I did a I, I did a story while I was driving here. So I don't know if that's safe, but I did it anyway. Good for you. Living life on the edge. <laughs> one of my Thank friends. Support. One of my friends who I don't see very often or even talk to very often mentioned in a text last night. She's like, I was trying to. She said watch, but I think she meant listen. I'm just trying to watch the umcast in the car. But Spotify was um, being stupid or I don't know, whatever. So she was trying to listen to the podcast. And in my, I was like, I literally had no idea you listened to our podcast. Oh, surprise. It's really nice. Thanks, friend. Thanks, friend thanks, who texted. Um, yeah, lots of people do that. Like they'll send me texts like, I'm listening to your podcast right now. And then they'll talk to me about what I'm talking about on the podcast. And like, it's so funny to listen to you talk and then like text you about what you're talking about. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. The perks of the inner circle. You can't know my personal number. Um, all right. Are we going to talk about the depression? Uh, you know, it's the thing about depression. It's like once it's gone, it's like it's like you, did I ever have it? Can you even relate anymore? I, I feel, know. It's like <laughs> I've never been depressed. Okay, I don't even know what you're talking about. I love so much that you said that because <laughs> I literally was thinking this morning that we were going to talk about how sad I've been and how sad you were on Monday and the last couple of days I've been so down and I was like I don't really feel it anymore I though. What if I don't 
speak to it correctly. <laughs> How can I bring up those feelings again? <laughs> Life is fleeting. Then that I'm like, am what... I bipolar? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, you're not at all. I think this is a good question because I think that we are all going back and forth between like really good days <laughs> and really bad days. And sometimes it's like, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't and I don't know what I did to fix it. I didn't do shit to fix it. I was thinking Well, okay. Let's give a little context. So Sunday night we went to dinner and and Vicky had a margarita. I had two. Well, when it was gone, she's mm. like, I don't know if I need another one. I was like, Yes, you do. Because I'm a peer pressure <laughs> drinker person. I want you to drink with me. Brian is too. And so you had a second margarita. I did. And then the next day depression ensued and that night too i mean it wasn't just the next day that night i was miserable what i know i i i drank tons of water i like physically miserable or like mentally both coming off of our fun dinner i that's what i'm saying i think it was like the alcohol it made no sense though i will say i was on like day two of my period and it was pretty brutal so it could have been like a mixture of like emotions being kind of drunk cramps and then maybe eating a lot of food did i didn't really eat that i don't know i really don't know or i was just depressed i don't know i was laying in bed like like, sometimes depression has no reason oh that's the quote of the week it's i mean quote right i guess yeah i guess i mean think about anyone who's actually depressed and then all these other people go but you have so much going for you you've got wonderful kids you're in a great relationship you have a house you and all these like positive things and then it makes the person who's depressed feel guilty and worse because that they shouldn't feel what they're feeling yeah it it, like depression doesn't make sense right it's not like this is why and this is how to fix it right it's like chemical Mm-hmm. So in the same way that like alcohol is like chemical mm-hmm. and periods, menstruation is chemical, chemical for sure. Like I just think I was feeling all of it. And then and then if I I'm also a person, I will say that if I don't get like a solid eight to nine yeah. good hours of sleep, mm-hmm. I'm not OK. No. Yeah. It's I'm like, not OK. I should might as well not even do today. No, I'm over. I need to yeah. like yeah, <laughs> go back to bed, try to catch up on the sleep because like like and I get physically ill. Like I can't take a red eye flight. because I won't sleep well enough I will be actually sick the next day and I'll have to sleep the whole next day yeah so I just can't do it you know yourself I know myself Mm -hmm. that's right Mm -hmm. um so then on Monday you hopped on stories and you're like I'm just having an awful day but you said you listen to podcasts you kind of just retreat a little you you no so I stop listening to podcasts you stop that's what you said I turn them off because I listen to so many podcasts it's so uh, just one after the other after the oh. other that's all i'm doing mm-hmm. and so i turned them off and i put on like all the music that oh, i music. love mm-hmm. really really loud in my car in the house and i like that is like and honestly like singing for me is really i'm just gonna say do you sing along yeah, yeah. Like, and like really loud like yeah. i have to like really like just get into the music yeah and that helps a lot and and that's like a version of crying, I think. Like when you're singing, whatever you do, you know, like for me, it's singing or dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, it's like working out maybe mm-hmm. or going for a walk or something. But like doing that is like, it's like expelling some kind of energy. negative energy mm-hmm. or, or maybe like even like bringing the positive energy to like drown out the negative energy that really makes such a difference to me. So then the next day, which was yesterday, I was definitely much better and then today i kind of feel like totally fine 
but also it could be the alcohol because alcohol is a depressant and it does take a few days to get out of your system it definitely could it definitely could i don't know what about you though um well alcohol speaking i don't think it affected me no but you're yeah you're much more monday i had an actual event that happened so without getting into too many work details um we all know I work from home. I work remotely. I've been with the company for a little over two years now. So for the last five months, I've been working very closely with my manager to um, get ready to step into a different role. I mean, can I be more specific than that? <laughs> well, it's not, it's, it's, a, it's not it's even a, about the role. It's about just, it's a different role in a different department. Mm-hmm. And that I've been supporting for these last five months, even though I'm not in this department, I've been supporting the team, and helping them out because they literally needed help. And they went to you and you like stepped in and like, yeah, did it all. Yeah. And so my manager was on board. His manager was on board that um, as soon as this position opened up, that I would be the person that they're putting in. Like, no interviews needed. Yeah. We're going to promote you into this position. Great. Awesome. Awesome. And so I was, me being very <laughs> numbers focused, was very clear on the expectation I had for the salary I wanted and needed to agree to go to this role. Because it was going to be a lot of work. He gave me the range. Yeah. I told him I wanted the top of the range. So we were very clear on the exact number. And I was under the impression that... Well, and let me just interrupt and say that he gave you... He said that I'm going to ask for more than that. To make sure we can get you to the number you want. Like it was... You never got the impression that it was like, whew... All right, well, I'll try for that, but nobody else is getting paid that, and this is going to be a real tough sell. There was never that energy. Um, occasionally, he would say, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. And he goes, but then he would follow it up with, and if they say no, then, you know, we can move some dollars around. So he would say that. He was putting a lot of like hope and like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay cool. Like if it's this number, I'm happy to step in the role. Like let's fucking go. Let's do this. Uh, that's the, that's my bottom line number that I know I'm worth and that I know this position. It's honestly, I think is still low for that title. Yeah. Um, but I was like, just so we're clear. And I even said like a month ago, I think it's a good idea to have this conversation to your manager so that everyone's on the same page that this is the salary that I want because I don't want it to come down to the wire and you're not offering me this and then I say I'm not going to take it and then you're scrambling to try and make it happen. Yeah. So I think we should try to make this get approved beforehand. So I even was like, okay, go do your, because he always says, I'll get, I get what I want. I'll make it happen. I'm like, okay, go do your thing. So <clears throat> on Monday, he's like, so I've got good news. And not so great news. Mm. Which do you want first? And I was like, give me the bad news first. Well, um, we got it, the position all approved backfill for you to step in. Um, What's backfill mean? Like if, when the current person's not coming back to that job or not is no longer in that role, mm-hmm. they need to fill it 
again. Oh. So the position already exists in the company. They need to now fill it with someone else. So okay, back thanks. to Bill. Uh, thanks, Mom. And uh, he's like, but it's X dollars. And I'm going to be clear. Literally, it's $2,000 less than I wanted. Okay. So maybe some people are like, Michelle, it's only $2,000. Like, just take it. And it's like, I told him this. I go, it is not about the money at this point. It's not about the $2,000 difference. It's about all of the conversations we've had. I was very clear this was my bottom line number. And the fact that the company is not willing to come up $2,000 for me, Mm -hmm. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. It's not like this job that you've been like pining for. It's just like something that kind of presented itself Mm -hmm. and that you've had enough experience in it now that you can like easily do it. Mm -hmm. And it's going to cost them more than that amount to find someone who is, if they even find someone who's qualified, like they have to go through the whole interview process. It's time. It's going to be probably over a month longer or two to fill it now. When I was going to be ready to start April 1st, like that was even the timeline we had, like April 1st, they're going to get me the offer letter this week. I'll start April 3rd because that's a Monday. Um, And so he's like, well, you know, they were saying maybe you'll think about it. But I I told them, you know, it's like he's trying to play both sides. Yeah. I told them that like, no, you've already thought about it and that you'll probably say no. Probably. And I was like, yeah, I'm saying no. I was clear. I don't want to. Like now it's like the principle of it. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, well, you know, if you change your mind, let me know. And so I, and then what was weird is like on that exact same phone call, like then 10 seconds later, he's like, so how was your weekend? Like he just tried to have a normal conversation. No. No. We hang up after that. I'm like, what? So then we got off and then. It almost feels like he he's so concerned more like like it's not necessarily just professional like he's very concerned about like your personal relationship with him like mm-hmm. how you see him how you feel about him when like that's irrelevant that's not I'm not like this doesn't even have anything to do with you dude like it's just like I mean it's your maybe like your communication is not yeah. amazing but like this is a, a decision I'm making for my life and I've made it and it doesn't have anything like you can't like sweet talk me into it because right. it doesn't have anything to do with you. Right. Yeah. It's odd. So then I got off the call, started crying, called Werner and he's like, I'll support you whatever you want to do. Like you say no, stick to your guns. Awesome. If you do want to change your mind, you're also allowed to do that. Of course. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And maybe it's me being prideful. Maybe it's me putting too much emotion into it but I'm just like no I'm gonna stick with my guns and I it's the principle of the situation and I'm not gonna do it because I know myself if I say okay fine you'll hate it then I'll 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 start off on a bad note Mm -hmm. I'll be resentful yep I'll have a bad taste in my mouth you'll end up quitting like or something you know like it won't be like this um like you want the experience and the whole exchange and stepping into this new role to be like to be brought in with like positivity and like gratitude and genuine excitement looking forward to taking it on and making a difference Mm -hmm. and if it's if it's not that then i don't want it yeah i don't want it like i I was telling Vicky yesterday, I'm like, I am not my job. Mm-hmm. I am a whole person with feelings and I have a whole life outside of my job. Yeah. But 
because of the nature of jobs, my job is many, many hours of my life. So I want a job with as much positivity as I can put. Like if it were up to me, I would just not work at this juncture of my life. But because I need to and I am choosing to work, I want as much positive things that go into this 40 hours a week. Probably more like 30 hours a week. Um, Which is fine. But that's still a lot of hours. Even if you work 30 hours, even if you work 20 hours, it's like half of your week. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. So anyway. Well, and also like companies, um, you know, we're learning that more and more. Like companies like to pl- pretend or like to like make this look like we've got your back. Like, mm-hmm. like we're in your corner but no they're not actually they're trying to make money mm-hmm. and they want to be profitable so you are i mean i'm sure there are positive interactions at absolutely all which like is people, why i've stayed as long as i have right people make a difference right mm-hmm. but it's like when it comes down to it they mm-hmm. when it comes down to it they are a corporation yes and they will use the phrase it's not personal it's right. business same. whenever it works for them so same Right. So same. But also, no, because it's my life and it is personal to me. Yeah. Well, it's both. But yes, it's both. And so then the next day he was just like, hey, I'm like, hi, how's it? How's it going? Or how goes it? And I said, it goes. And then he was just talking about like normal things as if we'd never had that conversation. And then he said something that he thought was funny and put in very aggressive capitalization. <laughs> like very aggressive laugh on yeah, Slack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't respond to that laugh. I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of a haha. And then I said, just to be transparent. Well, actually, I called Werner first. And I was like, I don't know. Like, this feels so awkward. I hate this. And he's like, tell him how you're feeling. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Here's time for my uncensored win. Here we go. So I said, just to be transparent, I am still feeling really disappointed and let down from yesterday's conversation. I'm going to need a day or two to process. Hope you understand. AKA, I'm not in a jokey mood right now. Let me feel my feelings for a second. Right. And then he's just like, I totally get it. I'm here. Do you want to talk? And I'm like, not really. No. <laughs> With and he's you. like, okay, well, if you change your mind, I'm here to talk about it. Sounds like he wants to be your best friend. He does. And like, honestly, like I would have, I, I, I see him as one of like my work best friends, even though he's my manager, like you get along really well. We get along really well. Like we share information with each other that maybe we wouldn't share in a normal corporate setting that you should tell to someone that works for you. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he goes, if it makes, he's like, I don't know if this helps or hurts, but. I told them that I'm at least giving you until tomorrow to, if you want to still think about it. I don't know if you're like, like the position is yours if you want it. He's like, but I 10,000% support support you you and understand and respect your decision. So I said, (laughs) if the number is still X, I'm not wavering. I'm not like, I'm not wavering on that at all. My decision is what it is, what I said yesterday. I'm just still upset about you're all I'm giving you another day yeah, to exactly. make <laughs> the number I want anyway so I you feel should take this as your opportunity to go um, negotiate better right so last night he's like texting me and I was like listen I know like I'm it's still a no unless you guys are going to change your tune because 
It's not about the money, like I said. It's the whole principle. It's that you said you were going to make it happen. After five months of working towards this, I thought I was in the bag. And so I'm just a little blindsided. And then he's like, well, let's, you know, let's talk more. So we're going to talk more, but my answer is still what it is. Do you have any um, doubts creeping in? Like, what is the str- like? Do you, what's the struggle other than like the plain obvious that like he didn't deliver that he overpromised? <clears throat> Last night I started to waver a little bit because I thought I was. I'm like, okay, Michelle, are you being stupid right now? Like, mm-hmm. take a step back. Is it your ego and pride that you're just continuing to say no? Like, it's two thousand dollars, right? And it'd be like a twenty eight percent. Um, salary increase, which is great, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to talk myself into like, okay, what if I just say fine, you know, and you just do it. And maybe I just do it for six months as a resume builder to a stepping stone to me exiting the company eventually anyway. So I'm like, I could just, I could, I could just like swallow my pride and do it. But then I started talking it out loud with Werner again. And he's like, Again, if you want to do that, that is fine. Like, I'll support you in doing that. He's like, but I think you have every right to stick to your guns based on every conversation you've had over the last five months and that they have, you know, shown you time and time again that you're not their priority. Like, they are a corporation and you want to stick with your guns, stick with your guns. Like, we're not, it's not that this 28% increase wouldn't be appreciated in our family, but we're also not like, in dire straits that we need it tomorrow right so how do you feel like in your body like when you're well, when he said that i physically felt lighter mm-hmm. and was like okay i needed to hear that because yes i want to stick with my guns i don't want to just say okay yeah and so i feel even more so this morning very clear and clarity i'm not wavering anymore and then he goes okay what if they come back though and they say okay i got you what you wanted and i say fine yeah should have done that three days ago yeah so if they come back and they, they come s- back i would yeah because i felt like i fucking won <laughs> <laughs> and that's the goal i don't know I don't well know. i think it's important when you have those like decisions to make where you can you like imagine yourself taking either road and you put yourself in that headspace and you pay attention to what your body tells you because mm-hmm. your body will have some kind of reaction if you like imagine yourself you call him and you're like you know okay i'm calling him okay i've decided you're right. I'm just going to thank you for doing that. I'm going to take it. And, I, you know, maybe yeah. it'll all work out. And then your stomach or your or uh-huh. your chest or something starts like tightening. Right. And then you're like, oh, fuck. So then you do the opposite. Right. And you're yep. like, hey, I really like my job. I'm happy there. And I'm going to say this. And then you feel your whole body relax. Like there's your answer. There it is. Yeah. Because uh, Yeah. That is exactly right. Werner said, OK. And he said that exact scenario. Let's say you say, OK, I'm going to take it. And he goes, what are you feeling right now? What's your reaction to that? And I was like, ah, my stomach tightened. I didn't like mm-hmm. it. Yep. And then and then just saying the other part, I'm like, I feel more empowered this way. Yeah. And that's what matters. You know, like it matters more than money. I mean, obviously, unless like you, it's, you know, yeah. you absolutely need it and you can, that's different. But like if you have this flexibility, like that's what is going to permeate every single day of your life. And it's going to affect the way you feel, the way you treat your friends, your family, whatever, yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like- it's so important as someone who has quit many, many, many jobs. Um, that's all I would always do that. I would just like sit in it and be like, how do I feel? Mm-hmm. I feel gross. I need to quit. I feel gross. I yeah. Quit. I mean, and not to say that I'm like 
there's still a part of me that's like, wow, is are they just going to move on without me? Like they're going to promote someone else and I'm just going to be stuck in the same job that I've been in for the last two years. And you that makes me not feel great. But then I'm like, well, then look for another job. Or also like you don't know what the future holds. Right. So like when you're following your true self, like your internal compass, the right thing will present itself because you're opening that space for that other stuff to come in. Because if you're like tight and mm-hmm. you're like, and you feel yucky, you're not open to right. what, what can come. Other possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a really good move and I totally support you. Thank you. I know he's like, is there <laughs> last night Werner was like, is there anyone else you can talk to? <laughs> and I was like, are you tired of me talking about this? And he's like, no, 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 no. I just mean like, I have my perspective and I'm going to, I'm sticking with my perspective over like every time we talk about it, I kind of come back to the same words I've been telling you. Mm-hmm. He's like, maybe you can talk to Jen and Vicky and like, see what their perspective is. I'm like, I have. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've already been doing that. And I was like, and they're very supportive too. So really like it's, you need you a know, hard like ass No friend. one else can, well, <laughs> no one like, else can make that decision for no, you. Definitely it's not. like the people who love you are going to, ultimately support you yeah they'll give their opinions but like i think going back to what you said of just feel trusting how you feel physically mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. i kept saying like okay michelle what's your gut saying what's your gut saying and I'm, there was many moments i'm like i don't know what my gut's saying but give it some time time you may not know in that moment exactly but it's been now it's day three and i feel very confident yeah i'm proud of you i think Thank that's you. awesome Thank i mean you. you have to take the time and um no one else can make the decision but you. And so nobody else gets to judge the decision but you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Let you cry for a little bit. Um, <laughs> I also wanted to talk about um, periods. We're going to end this episode with mm. periods mm-hmm. because I just um, ended my period. I'm on like the last day ish around there. And um, I was reading the Florida whole debacle where they passed a bill where you can't talk about like anything like no menstruation talk no sex education talk until like the earliest would be sixth grade and this is past this is like past that is insane yeah and they want to like do more but that's where they're starting and it's like so until you're 11 years old in sixth grade which okay i think i had sex ed in fifth grade no, I understand that it's not like extreme in the time change, like one year delayed. As an adult, it sounds like, oh, that's just one year. But like when you're 10, when mm-hmm. you're nine, when and you're And have 11, started your period. Yeah, and have started your period or you're just a kid, like that year, the amount of changing that children are doing in those years is like fast and quick and Mm -hmm. it's a lot and it's happening all the time at different rates Mm -hmm. so like the fact that it's and and just the way that it frames it like it's a negative like it's a negative thing to talk about menstruation i I don't even understand what that means like yeah half of the world more than half of the world i think we're more than half at this point is like is this is happening to them yeah it, it, it's a part of life there's nothing gross about it's it like or blowing taboo. your nose it's right like <laughs> we like, bleed once a month we didn't choose this it just happens it's biology it's nature and to put shame on that or make it taboo is ludicrous to me it's 
it blows my mind. And I think what it shows is that a lot of men in these positions don't know anything about periods probably even now to this day. Some of them are probably in their 70s, 60s, 50s, and they probably don't know anything. I asked Brian last night, I was like, what do you know about yeah. periods? Like, when was the first time that you were, you know, informed about a period? And he's like, he's like, I, he's like, I probably don't know anything about periods. Mm. He's like, I know what you tell me. But before you, like all the girls I dated before you, like kind of pretended like it it wasn't a thing that happened. Like they never talked to me about it. If they had it, like they would just like, you know, close up shop and like yeah. kind of like stay away or whatever. Like it was just very hushed, quiet. They weren't taking tampons out of their purse and being like, I'll be right back. I'm going in the bathroom. No, it was like, remember, remember you used to like yes, hide. You would hide a tampon. You'd hide the tampon or the, as you oh like walked God. to the bathroom. Like what? Oh my God. Like, but you know, I've been in this headspace too long to like remember that that's how it was i totally forgot but i was so one of those people yeah I think until we like were. 20s probably probably which like, is so Do you have a tampon? Excuse me. and then you're just like holding it like by your side and you're whispering you're asking Walking like any kind of woman like, and you're whispering what? yeah you're holding it to your side under your arm like i want my daughter to say loudly oh fuck i'm bleeding do you have a tampon yep yep here you go thanks yep and like it's totally fine to like not love your period. But I had a conversation with my dad recently and he was like, you always have to talk about your period on your podcast. And I was like, yeah, because it's it's happening to me. Oh, God, he'll just it's just ugh. and I was like, um, periods are not gross at all. No, but like there he is an example of that age. Right. And I'm sure pe- people our age as well who are like, ew, like I understand people have an aversion to blood sure. i understand that it's not the mess it's like it's not the cleanest of things that happen to our bodies but it's not it, it but also make us gross no it does not make us gross and there's i mean it's and, just a part of life and i know it to be true because i talked to my kids about it and we had talked about this a few days ago and so i checked in with both of them yesterday on their drive home from school they i brought them home separately they had different schedules and so I got to talk to them one-on-one and I asked Augie and he didn't remember what it was so I was like even though it blows my mind because I talk about it all the time (laughs) so then I told him again and he was like oh oh yeah that sounds familiar he's like so is it just like are you bleeding all the time is it or just like fall out like every now and then and I was like gosh you know I don't even know the answer to that because there's always something in there that like I, I don't even know so we're like trying to figure it out he's like oh and like it was he had zero reaction. Yeah. He just asked a question. I asked River, do you know what a period is? Uh, yeah. Um, aside from the punctuation, I believe <laughs> that it is. It's literally how he talks. I love it. I believe it's a, when a girl bleeds out of her vagina for like a week. And I said, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like it, it's not gross. It's not it's weird. Not gross. It just is what it is. My, my children see me bleeding every month i talk about all the time they see me literally wiping blood or putting in my disc and they go and little shay's just like you bleeding like yeah you okay (laughs) yeah and then i'll just tell her like one day you'll bleed too but not for a while and you know it's just something that happens to to females yeah and it's so so the you know starting the conversation early like shay is two Mm mm-hmm Augie, the young, my youngest is eight, mm-hmm. um, and River has known for years, and he's ten, so he's and he's talking about it like it's no big deal. Like that is how we dispel the negative like attachments to that discussion, not by pushing it up to 
sixth grade and seventh grade and then never a lot of schools and states and um like uh, districts like don't even want sex education to be a part of the curriculum and so many of them also don't care if it's medically correct or not right i know i'm upset about it which is why us as parents have to step up and have these conversations like we need to just get over the taboo of even having the conversations and just be uncensored and talk about it you don't have to attach any emotion or any perspective or point of view to a fact exactly. you can just present the fact and you don't say anything else you just present it like yeah da, 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 da. and then the kid you wait for the kid's reaction most of the time the kid is going to be like okay if they have some kind of reaction because they're already living in this environment where p- they're hearing things mm-hmm. like and they go ew or right. you go actually it's not gross because yeah. it happens to everybody and it's just part i mean it's kind of messy sure but yeah. like what if you fall i said you know an example like if you fall as you're running and you scrape your knee and there's blood on your jeans or yeah are your you legs. like gross ew gross no, look you're at just you like Ugh, ow i'm bleeding right or you might cry because you're yeah. scared but it's not like you're a disgusting person right <laughs> right so you know present the fact don't give them any um you know impression of what you think or what you have thought in the past and just let it be yeah and that's how we fix it we don't push it off we start earlier i support that fully Yay, periods. Yay, periods. Do you have an uncensored win or loss for this week? I don't think so. I was, when I'm depressed, I kind of just like stay in my house. Yeah. I don't go you anywhere. Retreat. I mean, I would say that my my uncensored win is when, also in those days, I will uh, confidently drive my children to school with no bra, in a robe, with slippers on, literally rolling out of bed. And I feel like that's, I feel, Good I feel proud of those moments. Good for you. <laughs> uncensored walking i need to like i'm not fully there i will that's a new thing i have not that's a very new thing like i will wear all of those things but i know the other day i was in the drop-off line and i saw someone that i knew and i um, instinctively reached for my sunglasses and put them on Mm. like as if that makes (laughs) me look so much better pouring rain but um no (laughs) yeah it's just like and then i'm like hi and i waved through my window yeah i get it I mean, I don't hope that anyone sees me. I'm not like, I'm going to walk out and show everyone. But it does feel like a little win inside my car to be like, I don't fucking care. Right. I mean, there are some people who probably are like, I could not leave the house without mascara on. I don't know. Right. Right. I mean, here I am making a YouTube video with the hair I put up when I got out of bed and literally, yeah. So, you know, I'm I mean, (laughs) this is my uncensored win right here on your screen you're seeing it live you're seeing it yeah it happened already what are you loving oh i'm loving two things this week Mm -hmm. okay so the first thing i brought and i'm wearing them i was gonna talk about my socks oh my god are you sure you haven't talked about those already i probably have okay well these socks i just got the other day they're from target they're cute little ankle socks i want some ankle socks that feels really good and they have a cute little athletic um tube stripes stripes this is a three pack it came in like blue green stripes blue stripes pink stripes i'm gonna order the other colors super cute they're so soft so comfortable and i love how at the top of the sock it doesn't really like um squeeze into your ankle Mm. some are tight on the top and it just bothers me yeah i've got thick kinks so i need some (laughs) good elasticity 
Honey, otherwise they'll dig in okay so, thank you very much because i i really want some socks that are, all of my socks are literally ankle socks i so a lot of mine are ankle socks well, I mean, as well not you know what I'm no saying? um no show no show what low we'll I call want, those heel socks they're coming back these this style where you see the sock is coming back well exactly so i had i wanted to get them because i wanted them to show out above my converse and also my um, like hiking boots because mm. I'm supposed to go hiking in Zion soon. Mm-hmm. And so I bought these. And then I also bought another set of like neutral, like beige-ish colored ones, which I really, really like. But um, I didn't want to, you know, put like three things. <laughs> but I think like really good socks are important. So I will link those. And the other thing that I'm loving is the show Survivor. Okay? Oh, that's still on. That's what everybody says when I tell them this. I have. It been, has to be the longest running reality show ever. It, it might be. Yeah, it might or be. Or The Bachelor. I can't. T- I don't remember if it was The Bachelor no, or no, Survivor. Survivor was before The Bachelor. Okay, then. For wow. Sure. The, um, we're in season 44 right now. And I've been a huge Survivor fan for many, many years. And so it's very exciting when a new season comes out. And now my children are huge Survivor fans. And the reason I wanted to say it, number one, is that it is an amazing show. And if you've never watched it, like, it is just a great try, like, just try years, it. But it's so good. It's still so good. And they're always changing it and adding new things that make it, you know, just not feel stale. Now, this season, this year, right now, they are just started um, their Survivor podcast. They've never had it before. Oh. There's never been any kind of like behind the scenes discussion about it. And Jeff Probst, who is the host of the show. He's still the host. Uh-huh. Wow. He is on every episode of the podcast. Uh-huh. And um, so you get like a real behind the scenes. Like, God, that guy's making so much money. I love him. I love him so much. I think he's amazing. Um, but they do this segment at the end at the end called why you suck and people send e- lots of emails and about why how, why, how much they hate him oh. and how like he's ruining the show and all this stuff and maybe some of it is like kind of tongue-in-cheek but like it's literally like can you please stop doing this it's so annoying every time you do this and so they read them out loud and then he kind of like explains why he does it anyway That's it's funny. so good so you get like the show and now you get a podcast to like kind of debrief after every episode and it's just a delight and i highly recommend do they still lose like 50 pounds by the end of it because they're starving <laughs> i mean yeah they, they're literally like n- not eating they're like eating fucking coconuts and rice and is it true that there's no crew around them that they just have their own personal cameras to record or is there no, a no, no, crew no. the whole time there's a crew yeah they're being followed by cameras but they don't they're not they're never like um interfering interfering or and it, or interacting yeah like gotcha. they're they're just there and you just are supposed because there's like, this other like survivor type show in the wild or i don't know what it's called but they are literally alone with their own personal cameras and like a walkie talkie. Mm. And so. See, but Survivor is not a what It's that's it, Survivor is a social game. Yeah. It's because more, they have like the challenges and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the tr- they like vote people off. Yep. It's so. Am I going to get back into Survivor? I, I hope you do. Because <gasps> we it's should have a so Survivor good. themed birthday party. Whenever someone's birthday is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, Brian has been wanting to apply to go on that show for years. <gasps> He'd do great. Yeah, he would do really, really great. So I, I keep trying to push him to like actually apply. He needs to fatten up before he goes though. So <laughs> we, I, I like I would do that if I was going on the show. Like gain weight so that when you're starving, you have more meat to well, make. Well, one of the things that was super interesting about that specifically is that they were talking about how everybody gets there about a week or two before the show starts filming. 
and they're all in a hotel, but they're not allowed to talk to each other. Like they're kind of like in their own pods, but they are eating and they are like kind of moving around and like, you know, they, they all live in the same hotel. And he's like saying how some people do that. They're just eating as much as they can. They're bulking up so that they have uh, you more know, time, more time to like lose it. And then other people start practicing that feeling of being hungry. Mm. So they're already like prepping their body for not eating as much. So people have all these different approaches and um, it's just fast. People are fascinating. It's about people in, it's so good. If you've not watched Survivor, please do so. What are you loving today? I was hoping you would forget to ask me. What about, what if you're loving these? You could love our those. Our stickers. Yeah. I am loving our stickers. So, so we have some gorgeous vinyl Umcast logo stickers. Mm-hmm. And we want to give some away for our 100th episode. Yes, we do. We'll also have them for sale afterwards. But um, we posted on our Instagram just some loosey-goosey instructions on how to win some. But we wanted to explain it a little bit more. Um, honestly, we just want to hear from you, like some of your uncensored wins or even uncensored losses where you're like, oh, I wish I said X, Y, Z. Um, or, oh, I'm so proud. <laughs> this is what I say every time. <laughs> or moments where you're like, I'm so proud of myself that I said that to this person. Um, we want to hear that. So send in your uncensored win or your uncensored loss. You can DM it. You can email it. You can leave a voicemail. You can send it by a pigeon carrier. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, that's it. We're not going to choose a winner because who has the best story just submit one and we want to give you a sticker yeah Yeah. so we can't wait to hear all of your we can't but we will share some of them if you're okay with that we can we'll make it all anonymous um on our 100th episode we want to share some wins yeah like a big mailbag episode yeah it was so great chatting with you guys today we hope you have a lovely weekend lovely lovely All right. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed the show, please go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and social media channels so you never miss an episode.